Welcome to a new episode of Live Evil Pod. Your host, Prime LOL, is here to guide you through an incredible week that we just had. And it didn't just happen for one of our teams. It happened to for two of our teams. Now, before we jump in, got to let you know that Valorant is around the corner. Our boys are back trying to prove themselves. The whole theme of Evil Geniuses this year has been we're scaling for the late and really just showing that up. Um, if you remember, our boys, uh, the Valorant team, Boostio, Demon1, uh, Ethan, Calm, all um, you know started the season rough. They brought in Demon1. Even that took a bit of an adjustment. And then, boom, they went all the way to um, you know semifinals or runner-up, actually, runner-up in the uh, Valorant Tokyo Masters. And the summer is about to start back up for them just as the LCS is winding down, right? And we have an incredible amount of uh, things to talk about. Incredible only because, you know, there's a lot of winning involved, and that's always a positive in my book. Um, But let us dive in. Certainly, uh, all of these were not easy to maintain. Um, Let's start, actually, with our challenger team. They've been in the playoffs. They finished as the seventh seed. Uh, you know, I haven't had the chance to talk about their journey. I mean, they started on uh, off against the FlyQuest Challengers, and we lost. Um, we lost, sending us to the lower bracket. And boy, I, if people want to know about Evil Geniuses and lower brackets, I'll tell you what. They got what they asked for. In the lower bracket, uh, we had to claw our way through versus several very, very tough teams absolutely tough team because we had to um, face AOE Gold. Um, Last year, this was a team that knocked us out of playoffs. We weren't that strong either, but AOE Gold, we swept them in the first round of the loser's bracket. Then we had to face none other than Team Liquid Challenger, the number one seed throughout the whole Regular season split, we had like a a, split, a a tie with them, and then you know they uh, sort of like dominated throughout, and we were just trying to find our footing. And what what they sent them down to the lower bracket, right? Uh, this team that the number one seed that everyone thought was going to probably uh, go further into the playoffs. Well, now we gotta work our way against them because they lost. As did FlyQuest Challengers, um, the team that we lost to, the number two seed, I believe. And then, um, you know, we had a lot cut out for us. Let me just run through some of the games 
Uh, what we have, we won our first uh, game against Team Liquid Challengers with a 10-4 victory on a 30-minute game. That probably was a stretched out game. <laughs> Took a long time to, for us to kind of go through with just so little kill. You don't often see this from a uh, Challenger game. And the second game, just as equally as um, long of a stretch without a lot of kills, we won 9-3 really really hats off to ryoma really doing doing a lot of the heavy lifting on the tristana mid and i love to see king on a variety of championships so boom we move on to the next round now we have to vanquish our demon the team that actually sent us into the lower bracket and this time we're gonna have to face them in a best of five to see if we can make it if we can make it past them, we have a very, very good chance of uh, going to LA, I believe, at this part. Um, might be not correct on that, but we had to face uh, FlyQuest nonetheless. So we won the first game. It's a 19-4 to victory on a 36-minute game. Uh, again, a game that Ryoma really did well on Nico. Uh, King was deathless on the Zaya and um, you know the Lovers duo in the bottom really really did well and then we also took the second game this time we have a 15 to 5 victory in a 32 minute game um we are this time on the kaisa rel combo in the bot lane and ryoma again went deathless and really really strong showing for us in the third game we stumbled a little bit this time we actually got destroyed in the 21 minute game 15 to 11 kills, um, FlyQuest Challengers looking very good on by Masu on the Kai'Sa, Winsome on in the Nautilus, but more importantly, it was Spyrex who did was a menace with the NHAs in mid. Really, really um, make it hard for Armeo. I think I see Armeo with a lot of deaths. Uh, then we really turned and took game four. 10 to 8, very close game throughout, very back and forth, and we didn't really have a lead. I, I'm trying to remember what I remember about this game, guys. I did remember watching it. It was a very hard fought. I think we fell behind at uh, either early part or we slipped in the mid-game, but eventually we took the game. King, again, went deathless. Ryoma uh, is probably making Tristana into a champ for him. Looked really, really good uh, overall, and we ended up winning, and now we have to face the losers of the winner bracket, the Sky's Toast versus Cincinnati Fear. Now, let me take a moment and just uh, say how awesome it is. It was the Sky's Toast team and Cincinnati Fear, both who are not backed by an org and both amateur yeah. teams. The Sky's came from like out of nowhere, right? In the summer, uh, he came in and uh, said he was going to bring a team together. And it's it's really great to see because this is shows like talent and that, you know, we have a lot of in um, talent in the NA scene uh, that we can build around and we're not always needing to be super reliant on imports. And it's um, more importantly, they were in the winner's bracket over the three remaining teams that are backed by an org, TL, Fly, us uh, notably um cincinnati fear fell to disguise toast which you know to everyone's surprise myself included um and so we we had a big game cut out for us because since fear had our number throughout the split i, I don't think we took a, a, any series against them maybe a couple of games but they they certainly are a one of the expected top teams um with philip uh, or our old friend Perry, who used to play for EG Academy, 
Um, and then JJ, who had LCS um, level of experience. Of course, we also had Armeo, who had a lot of LCS talent, and Ryoma, and Smoothie. So, you know, the game started with us taking a win. 32 minutes, we crushed them, 24 to 9 kills, all at the backs of a um, Renekton 30, uh, Armeo with a 21 assist, zero deaths game and then Ryoma under LeBlanc, King on the Kaisa and Smoothie on the Braum. Uh, King carried the game heavily. I think I vaguely remember this game. I think this was one of the game where he had the pentakill and it really started giving us the momentum. In the second game, uh Fear came back, I believe. Uh one one. Yes, Fear came back despite us having a strong lead throughout the game and we had the goalie, we had the kill lead. It was 18 for EGC and 14 for Cincinnati Fear 36-minute game. Um, we stumbled at towards the end and Sochi, Shochi on the Z actually. Right. He got the pentakill this time against us and uh, wiped when the moment was critical for us and we lost that game. Uh, but still, it was a strong showing overall uh, with questionable dragon fights. And then we had to go into game three, recuperating. I think, yeah, we made it <laughs> a point to ban out Sochi's uh, Zed. I do think, you know, I, I want them to investigate it. Maybe Faker was faking an injury in LCK and came over to play for Cincinnati Fear. Uh, did really well on his Zed. So that kind of, um, it was a good man. So Sochi went actually on the Trindomir mid. Really love it. You see these out of the blue type of... Um, uh, picks. It was a heavy, uh, heavier AD pick with only Perry being the Maokai. So we can't, uh, the Maokai playing a kind of a tankyish AP. It's not a lot of damage in that uh, sense. We didn't exactly build any defense. There was a Gwen, um, a a Nocturne, a uh, Ari Kaisa, and then a Rakan, a utility Rakan for our side. Um, and there was, you know, we crushed them 29 to 12 kills, uh, 29 for EGC, 30 minute game. We had a huge lead, goal lead, kill lead. We just really looked like we wanted it. So, coming into game four, this is critical now, right? We are, have the momentum. We want to make sure that we don't falter. We all look good in all three games. It's just that loss came at, you know, a improbable pentakill by a by Sochi. Um, I say improbable, I actually have no idea how. How, how good he is on a consistent basis, I would assume great because it's Cincy. Um, this game played out a very fast game in 26 minutes, 37 seconds, and we won with a crushing 24 to 15 kills. Uh, Ryoma looked great on his uh, signature Syndra play. I know, you know, I, I've complained a lot when he played the Syndra in the last few times. It looked very, very rough, but it was uh, more so sturdy carrying on the Jacks with a 9-2-2 stat line. And then uh, everyone else did a fairly good job in keeping up this, uh, keeping up the fight. So that being said, that locked in our ticket to the at least to LA for the semifinale. What will happen now is let me see the, how the bracket run works. Uh, round six, dig. GCC. Am I looking at the right one? Summer playoffs. Okay, now it's spring. So how is the bracket is going to work? We will be playing against Disguised Toast in the grand finale. Hey, 
in LA, this is it. This is our um, our moment. Throughout the season, let me see how that works. I, I think I feel like I feel better if we get have not done well against this guys throughout the season because that seems to play it out very well against uh, FlyQuest, against Team Liquid, against Cincy Fear. So Evil Geniuses against this guy's Toast. We are with 0-1-1. So, um, so lost one split. Huh. Whew. Um, it's going to be a good showing. This guy's team has Fate God, Tomio, Young, Meech, Zazal, all great players with great aspirations. Fate God, of course, with the LCS uh, experience um, no, um, to note as well as Zazal. Uh, Tomio is an Andrea favorite. Uh, probably they play for EG Academy. And Meech, just an everyone, Oracle Elixir's uh, Discord favorite. So that is what we'll have to look forward to. That is happening. Oh, shoot. Got water all over my table. Um, that is happening on. The summer finals is happening August the 9th. And something to look forward to then for this weekend alongside our LCS games. Let us transition now to talking a little bit about the LCS. We are in the midst of playoffs and we are now uh, going to uh, need to show up big because this is it this is for us we've made it this far our first uh, task was against tsm this game everyone kind of like oh should be an easy victory but if you listen to last week pod with myself and uh talk talking tsm robert we knew that you know um it was it, it could be hairy especially with uh, tsm's you know veteran approach versus our uh, high volatile uh, games and gaming style and so let's walk you through each game by game and maybe we'll even talk have a little chance to talk about the pick and bands as i pull those up right now so the first game we lost to tsm going through the uh, pick and bands then the first round uh we were blue side they were red side we are playing on patch 13.14, and we started the ban with a, taking out the Renekton. Don't want to give Honster an easy champ, um, a dominant champ. They ban the Ivern, noting that uh, Shiden's Ivern is pretty, pretty strong. And Ivern is strong in general. I've seen pro play across the regions, and Ivern is a scary, scary champ. Sometimes he has been uh, a dominant force in ganking. Sometimes he's been a dominant force in carrying, too. So we took out, um, I guess, Hanser's favorite, uh, Rumble. They took out the Jace, fearing our Jojo Pyun. We took out the LeBlanc. And they took out the Tristana. So very top, mid, heavy kind of ban with a jungle. So the game started. We took the Kai'Sa, a very strong champ. To start off with, they went with Rel, Rakan. Kind of already revealing their hand that they're playing Rel in the jungle. So there's no uh, mystery there. Um, and also uh, opening up for us to know, like, we need to start focusing on, if, if it ever gets to the second round, to ban out 
uh, Insanity's champ and been out uh, with Con- uh, Wild Turtles comfortable with. Um, we came back with a Poppy Ari pick. Jojo Pionan Ari, very dominant. Poppy is a solid, solid all defensive, all around defensive play. And they uh, finish out their uh, first round pick with Isaiah to finish out the bottom with the Lovers duel. Um, second round ban phase, they ban out the Nautilus. Um, probably a good ban because it can both stop the Rakan and the Realm. Same time, we took out the Cassiopeia. They took out the Jax. Um, and spoiler alert, the Jax is a key, key um, champ, I believe. Uh, let's see, we took out the Malphite. And then second round pick goes Lucian. Lucian. We actually pick Lucian? Lucian has never been played in a long while. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, we pick, uh, they picked the Lucian. Sorry. Okay, so maybe they're putting Wild Turtle on a comfort champ, but uh, not certainly not a meta champ. Uh, we took the Cassante and um, uh, Alistar to round out the bot lane. And they took the Orn. Uh, giving Hanser a very, very good, solid um, scaling champ. So actually, it was Insanity, sorry, with Lucian. Uh, or he said Saev bottom. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, this game went very, very quickly. It was a 25-minute game, and TSM crushed us, 19-6. to 6. There was a lot of frustration, you can see, on Jojo Pion. A lot of deaths happening for Shiden, who looked uncharacteristically nervous, probably. Playing the Poppy with a 0-5-2 scoreline. Jojo had a 1-6-3. And, and nobody else did much. Revenge tried to uh, carry, but ultimately he is a tank and that can that levels out and couldn't do anything. So they really um, kicked our ass on that one. So second game rolls around. Uh, TSM now on blue side. We chose the red side. Um, surprisingly. Um, pick and ban goes as a following. Ivern was banned by TSM. Then we ban out the Renekton. Kind of uh, exchanging these pick and bans. Then Jace, uh, LeBlanc, Tristana, Kaisa. Now, uh, we banned Kaisa. First pick goes to TSM. They took the Rel again. Notably, it's probably Jungle Rel. We took the Lover's Duo, Saya Rakan. We came back with the Rumble. Now it's free. And the Jinx. Uh, we've rounded off with a Sejuani. Second round ban, we took out the Lucian. We didn't want the Insanity really to have his champ. And they took out the Yone for whatever reason. I don't know. I, I know Jojo can play the Yone. I don't think that typically does much in banning out a Yone. Because, again, it's not a meta champ. And Jojo has a lot more other weapons to play with. Uh, but we ban out a Cassiopeia. They ban out the Silas. That's a good ban. Um, then came with the pick. We took the Ari again. They took... Thresh, Lissandra for mid. Uh, good counter to Ari. And then um, we picked the Jax for top lane for revenge top. And boy, was this a revenge-esque type of game. Game ended 29 minutes, 44 minutes, so on average. But we crushed it. 27 to 9 kills. The whole time, revenge was dominating. He carried the game with an 18 to 8 scoreline. And was in talks that he was actually the um, no top ever has scored that much that many kills in a single game and he came close to a record uh someone else had a i believe a 19 or 20 kill per game in a single game um solo uh, kill stat and so revenge came in very close absolutely 
dominating and smashing all the other ones did too did well too Shiden really set him up well uh, lots of assists for this team and uh, there wasn't much needed from Unforgiven and Ayla as they, all they needed to do was play a neutral or winning lane because Jojo Shiden Revenge just took over rolling around into a game three now uh, we went back to red side uh, tsm stick on blue side so ban and pick and ban look very very familiar we had another ivern renekton jace leblanc tristana and this time the rumble was taken away and just really don't want to give Hanser a, a carry champ uh the pick goes as following they take tristana flex pick uh we took the Sayara khan combo again uh, I'm sorry, they took the Rel. Syracon for us. Jinx Thresh for them. Sejuani for us. Second ban phase, we ban the Kennen. They ban the Yone. We ban Lucian. They ban the Fearsome Jax. And once more, we put Jojo on Ari duty. They took Kaisa Orn. And uh, Hanser came back with a Fiora, which is highly sus. Oh, I'm sorry. Revenge came back with a um, Fiora. Against an Orn. Okay, now that makes sense. Um, Revenge is really trying to show off um, versatility here. Now, this game, um, the the final stat line seemed to indicate a much uh, one-sided game, which overall it was, but there were moments where TSM was just uh, looking like getting the early jump on us, uh, being able to, um, you know, give us a little bit to be concerned about. But once more, it was this time a heavy JoJo game where all his charms just landed one after the other, and the game get, did get to a point where Unforgiven got online. JoJo finished with a 12-kill scoreline. Uh, Revenge didn't need to do too much except to keep Ponser in check with the Fiora. Shiden was as helpful in facilitating the, the lanes, but I think this... I will give this game to probably JoJo and uh, a good portion of Ayla, but I'll talk a little bit about Ayla towards the end. We took game three. So now we have a 2-1 game lead with uh, game point on the line. Rolling into game four, it looked like uh, we have momentum. Everything is seemingly uh, going our way. Uh, TM7 continue to pick blue side. We stay on red side. Pick and ban looks so familiar. We have Ivan Renekton, Jace, LeBlanc, Ari this time. Taking away our Ari. And we take out their rel really challenging uh, the teams to be a little bit different or good off their uh, typical. They took the Tristana, another flex pick to start off with. We took the Sayara Khan. They took the Sojuani and Rumble, giving them the open Rumble. And we took uh, the Jax, really making them sweat on this one. Uh, we ban out the Thresh. They ban out Viego. We ban out Renata. Uh, they banned out Silas, Poppy Duty again uh, for uh, Shiden, and then we they took the Varus set bot combo, and we took the Yoni. I guess they really did think anticipated that jo Jojo was gonna play the Yoni. Now this game started off really well for um, Evil Geniuses. We were dominating lanes, pressuring all around, uh, had some good trade of fights, but. At, at some point, there was a turnaround that, you know, we kept making mistakes over and over again. JoJo kept dying. Shiden, for whatever reason, just does not do well on the poppy, I guess, outside of lane. And um, really, that 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 um, falling behind really cost us the game 
It was a 27-minute game. TSM won with an 18-6 victory, and now we are rolling into Silver Scrapes Game 5. How many people thought we were going to Game 5 uh, when we first started, right? Uh, but here we are. We find ourselves just um, staring elimination in the face. And um, a phrase that I learned this morning, which was amazing, is uh, we were snatching defeat at the... What was that? Uh, snatching defeat at the something victory, at the jaws of victory. <laughs> uh, Got to quote that from an LCK caster. Anyways, uh, we are still on red side, TSM on blue side. And so this is it. This is for all the marbles. Ban phase goes as following. Ivern ban, Renekton, Ari, Rumble, Jace, Rel. Very familiar bans. Uh, both sides of the teams taking out some of the core uh, champions. TSM took Tristana. We took the Rakan and Sejuani. And we left Zaya. And Wild Turtle just picked up the Zaya and Maokai. And then we gave Jojo Pyun Silas. This is this is very good at this point. I'm, I'm like licking my chops with uh, Jojo Pyun on the Silas. Then the ban came as following. Uh, we banned out the Renata. They banned out Jax. We banned out the Set. Probably scared us enough in the last game, but Set was played or banned decently in in this uh, in the playoffs. Uh, and they banned out the Kaisa, so we came back with the Aphelios. They took um, Brom, Orn, and Revenge pulled out the Aatrox, which saw a buff in this last patch, and nobody played it. Of course, in the LCK, everyone's playing it. Uh, this game was one-sided, in, in all fairness. Um, TSM tried. I mean, they, they looked like they were trying to do a good setup, trying to stabilize, but it was a hands diff overall. I mean, Revenge just went crazy on a 7-0-8 Aatrox. There were moments where he was going to 1v3 and uh, looks about to die, and yet instead he turned it around, killing solo killing the opponents, and then... Um, chasing after all the others it was an incredible game to watch if you want to see a revenge highlight this whole series was it but especially in this game jojo uh 318 on the silas uh nothing too surprising this is a, a signature champ unforgiven with a 402 that line we barely died tsm only had two kills we had 17 at the end and we just rough shot this game thus sending us to the next round which will be playing tomorrow i believe or the day after it's this week uh the, this recording is done on august 2nd so those are some exciting things to for us to, to um watch to to be um been looking out for we will be playing against c9 because they picked our bracket so let's root for our boys and and continue to um just hope that we continue to do better. A brief mention about Ayla, like I mentioned before, he was a big part of where I felt like why we uh, lost some of those matches. He flash dives so often and whiffs, and that is really ugly to see, especially for a pro. I think if he um, you know, just calms down, I, I get it. EGC is a very go-go-go team. Revenge, Shiden, Jojo Pyun, they all just go forward from... Uh, recklessly but Ayla is the one that even if he tries he, it looks like he's trying too much and ends up um, being uh, wasting an alt wasting a flash 
wasting something and I don't want to see that continue to happen fix that I think we have a good chance against c9 but even if we don't we are not eliminated yet we have and can go for a lower bracket run again but uh, I sure hope we don't have to rely on it so um, you know root for our boys enjoy the game let me know what your favorite part of all of this is and until next time live evil